Great Monday morning, everybody. So excited to be with you today. This is Tom Miller on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning here in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Monday Mentorship Call. I'm so excited to be with you, as is as is my dog Dorsey, as you can hear her hear her behind me doing this call from home. And please uh, remember that our mission at Leaders Building Leaders is to be the difference maker in the leadership uh, development of individuals and organizations. And the purpose of this call, this weekly call, is to provide you with information and resources and insight on how to effectively lead not only yourself but your organization. This is a call by leaders, with leaders, for leaders. All right, so this call, as I talk about every week, you're learning what I'm learning. And, and my goal is to always keep you informed <laughs> of the mistakes that I'm making and uh, what I've learned from them and, and how I've moved forward or how I plan on moving forward uh, with the, with those errors. So before we get into this call, we've got a few announcements. Very, very excited to get started and extremely excited to announce some of our uh, new projects and initiatives happening forward over the next few months. One is Live to Lead. Many of you had an opportunity to join us in Charlotte last year, so we hope to live the lead session, it was a simulcast. This was, it was uh, John Maxwell, Patrick Lencioni, uh, Valerie Burton did a great job. It, there were some extremely great leaders. Well, we are going to host that again. It's going to be October 7th. It'll be in Raleigh. We're going to host it at Raleighwood this year. It's a nice, comfortable um, seating for you. If you have not been to Raleighwood, it's a great theater moment. Uh, so be looking for that. Uh, we also uh, have have uh, started to write our accelerator grants. So these will be opportunities for public charter schools uh, that are that are just uh, starting up that meet the criteria for the accelerator. Um, so this would be schools in underserved or rural areas, or also if you're replicating. So if you're planning on replicating your current organization, uh, we have some programmatic and fellowship grants available to you. Again, that announcement will be coming out in the next week. Uh, you should receive your your uh, legal series webinar uh, this past week from Lisa Gordon Stella. Uh, so so remember we changed that format. They won't be live anymore. They will just come out on a monthly basis. It seemed to work better for everybody's schedule. Um, and then the governance webinar will also be coming out this week. So lots of lots of content, programmatic opportunities coming out from the uh, leaders building leaders as we continue again to try to be a difference maker in the leadership development of individuals and organizations. So enough about me. Uh, let's let's talk about this call. So let me start off with this story. So let me know if this sounds anywhere familiar to you. It's a Friday morning. Three of your teachers are out. An upset parent has been waiting an hour. And you try to find just three minutes to collect yourself before you handle, handle these issues. So you hop into your office for a moment. And notice that your email subject line pops up and says media inquiry. You open the email to find the local news is covering an incident on your campus and has a one hour deadline on your response. What do you do? Are you prepared? It, in my opinion, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Unless you're doing something unethical. However, the most important aspects of dealing with media 
are having your statement prepared. So this just happened to me recently. I had two media inquiries of a school that uh, we are partnering with, and uh, one was from a local news, and the second one was from the New York Daily News, uh, which was interesting. Interesting. So, you know, I failed forward. I'm going to tell you my story, how I addressed it, what I researched, and uh, what I would do differently next time. And hopefully, this will this will add value to you. So. The first thing always to remember when you are dealing with any sort of inquiry, regardless if it's media, um, it's just as a public matter, right, is understanding your own personality type. Being an I, like I am, I'm an I, you know, on a disc scale, I'm, in, I'm one of those inspiring, I got some I and some D, so inspiring and dominant. So that means I like to be out in front and I also like to be in charge, right? So. I like to respond because I don't want anybody out there disliking me or my ideas or saying bad things about the organization. What I've learned is that's not the best way to handle all circumstances because I'm not always a very good filter. So my first tip would be to be sure you have a solid partner who, who completes you while you're going through the process, right? Someone who's really good at editing you, toning you down, making sure that you practice your words. So, so let's talk through these six steps to address media. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my story in between and show you what I did well, I think, and what I definitely need to do better at. So the first one is being prepared. Ask for the questions in advance and always have a statement prepared. All right. None, nonetheless, you should always have at least one formal media statement that talks about your mission and your safety and security and maybe highlights your school in some capacity, right? So always be prepared. I remember when I was at Charter Day School, uh, I, I took a great media class that was led by our founder, and, and this was part of the requirement. We all had to have our media statement because sometimes, you know, you were just going to get caught off guard. So you had to have a formal media statement. I'll talk about more of that in a second. But normally there's going to be three types of inquiry from, from the media. One will be a delightful question. So if that's the case, be sure to have your facts out there and publicize in the upcoming events. Your second question would be the dreaded question. And these are the questions you definitely need to, to practice your response, okay, review the facts. Okay. And the third inquiry might be just a web-based inquiry. Just they saw something on your website or something came up on your Facebook page. Um, they're going to be Googling you. Okay? Reporters do their job. They're, they're going to be reporting. So the first stage is always just be prepared. Okay? So again, ask for the questions in advance and always have a formal statement prepared if you really have no very little time to respond. Number two, maintain the control of what is talked about. So it's your responsibility to maintain the message, all right? Um, maintaining the message, like for for uh, an example for me, maintaining the message was uh, I couldn't talk about um, individual students. Okay, so so I I was able to maintain the message in uh, in uh, uh, regards to our school's policies and procedures. Okay, and that we cared about the students, so we took care of them. 
Keep your eyes on the ultimate goal, right? So when you're maintaining control, that's what we're talking about. Keep your eyes on the goal. Don't let the media change your thinking or change your process or don't react to them, okay? We are being responsive here. So keep your eyes on the long-term goal here of your conversation. What message is it that you want to be heard at the end? You can't control what's actually going to be written or what's going to be said, okay? But you, but you can certainly keep your eyes on the goal. And use good uh, phrases like, what people don't realize is, and then go, go ahead and finish your statement up. So, so I might say, what people don't realize is we have a, um, an obligation to all of our children to ensure the educational environment is safe at all times. And with 600 you know, students on campus, we have policies and procedures in place that when things occur, we need to realize, uh, rely on those policies and procedures to ensure that we are, we are adhering to our mission and our goals. Yeah. So it's really, really important that you do these first two steps. Be, be prepared and to maintain control of what's being talked about. Number three is maintain control of how it's actually talked about, right? So maintaining control of how it's talked about is using positive statements, right? Using positive language. Don't repeat the negative message, okay? Don't repeat the negative message. Try to spin everything into a positive light, right? So for this example, um, you know, my positive light was we look forward to both students returning to school so we can continue to educate them that they can be part of our character education program and we can meet the promise to their families that we, that, you know, when they enroll. And turn any deficit into an asset, right? Anything that, that um, may, you know, may have not worked out well, right? So, so I, so I remember telling the reporter uh, I said, you know, you know, you're asking us such great questions because what's really important is here is we are constantly taking a look at our current policies and procedures, and we and we take pride in having strong systems in place. And you're asking me really good questions, you know, to make sure that we continue to investigate ourselves so we can be the best we can be. Okay, so the first three steps in handling media are being prepared, maintain control of what is talked about, and maintain control of how it's talked about. All right, step four is being memorable. Okay, focus on your bottom line first. We here at Integrity Charter School utilize the top instructional methods to educate each child, preparing them for a successful future. Our campuses really focus on safety and security of our most precious resource, our children. Right, that could be part of that being prepared statement, right? That when you don't have time to gather a statement, you've got a prepared statement ready to go. The, the second part of being memorable is back up any statements with, with any uh, facts that you have, right? Any honors that the school has, has had, any recognitions, right, for, for maybe it's school safety or academic achievement or, um, you know, the state maybe... Uh, um, giving you accolades for being the best, you know, STEM school, right? Put that in your statement. Put that in your memorable statement. And always be bold in what you have to say. 
be confident. Right? Be confident. Because the news media is they they are trained they are trained to 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 dig deeper, right? They are trained to allow you uh, to to steer the conversation in the way that they want it, right? So that's why it's important. Going back to our four steps again, right? So the, be prepared, maintain control of what is talked about, and maintain control of how it's talked about, right? If you control the conversation really difficult for them to spin the story because in your mind there probably is no story but it's your job to ensure that your story is put out there this is a big mistake that I made the first media inquiry that came in I didn't I didn't believe there was a story right so I didn't I wasn't prepared I didn't maintain uh, control of what was talked about or how it was talked about and I certainly wasn't memorable right I guess it's memorable now because of what actually came out. <laughs> so those are the first uh, four steps. We've got two more. Be quotable, all right? So be bold and simple, all right? We believe, so your quote might be, we believe that when you make a commitment, you build hope, and when you keep a commitment, you build trust. And then go ahead with your mission piece, right? With your prepared statement. Continually bring them back to the focus of your bottom line, you know, the focus of your message, safety and security of children, top education quality, right? A place where all children can succeed. Don't give long-winded responses, okay? Long-winded responses turn into unprepared statements, which turns into you trying to give what you think the reporter thinks they need to hear. And your last step is rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. When you have the opportunity, it's too late to prepare. Okay, when you have the opportunity, it's too late to prepare. So be bold, be clear, be crisp, and be memorable when you're rehearsing. All right? So if you go back to step one, and the first thing is you, you, you can Ask them, ask them for the questions in advance, right? We're going back to our story. The story was the Friday morning, you got a couple teachers out, you got an upset parent in the front office, you come strolling around, all you want is three minutes to yourself, the email pops up, media inquiry, how, you know, how do you respond, right? So I had this happen two times in a week. The second time it happened, I was more prepared. The first thing I did is I emailed him back. Said I would be happy to talk to you between, you know, this hour. Could you please send me the questions in it in advance so I could be better prepared? And he hopped right on it. He sent me four questions. I was able to prepare my response. I was able to make sure that I controlled what what information he actually got. Right. I controlled how it was talked about. I let him know that I cannot answer any questions about individual students, but I can certainly answer questions regarding our organization, our policies, and, and all our procedures. And I laid them out for him. I gave him a copy of our discipline uh, manual. He asked me a couple follow-up questions, and I, again, I was able to do the same thing. And what happened based upon the first story to the second story was that the second story I actually had quotes in there, right? What I wanted to hear, what I wanted what I wanted the story to to be, um, at least can you know, uh, controlling some some aspect of it. Okay. 
there. So a big difference. So those are six steps. Be prepared. Maintain control of what is talked about. Maintain control of how it's talked about. Be memorable, be quotable, and rehearse. So moving forward, how do you re rebound from a negative story, right? So, you know, again, how to rebound from a negative story, right? So we've got our media pieces. We have everything's been addressed. And let's say that it comes back and it's not, it's not very glorifying. It's not what you want. Right? So there's a few things you can do here, how to rebound from a negative story. One is find a neutral party to rebut the story, right? Find, it, find, find maybe you, you have had success with some news station, some news media, where you can get your story out there, where you really want it to know. And it's not to, it's not to damn the other, the other agency that was re reporting, right? It's just to make sure that, that, that you know, maybe you've thought it through and these other steps need to be processed so you can get it through. You could also try to talk to the reporter, right? So one of the things that I did with this initial report is I've invited him to our campus. Um, I first invited him to our open house, which was Saturday, uh, but he, he said he, he doesn't work on weekends. So I, so I asked him, I said, well, we have a positive behavior support celebration on Thursday. Why don't you come? So I'm still waiting to hear back if, if he'll be there on Thursday, right? Gives me an opportunity to change the story. You could write a response, you know, and send it to the newspaper. You could speak to the editor. Okay. You could respond with specific statements regarding what what was portrayed in the actual story. You could always cut off access. I don't recommend this, but you could certainly cut off access to certain media stories. I remember when I was in Brunswick County, there were certain news reporters that were not allowed on our campus because year, year after year, it was just one bad story after another. And the last piece, use social media to communicate with your key audiences, right? So it's really important to make sure that there's that there's communication between you and the parents, you and the stakeholders. You know, one of the things that a few of our parents complained about is that they didn't hear about the story before it was on the news. And this was tough for me because I was like, well, I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was going to be on the news, right? But but they had a great point: is that you want to get ahead of anything. You know, you know, you, you know, want to get ahead. It, it was no issue. It really wasn't. It wasn't a story. Uh, there's obviously things that we may have done differently how we handled it, but. So that's really, really important. So those are seven ways to rebound from a negative story. Find a neutral party to uh, uh, rebut the story. Talk to, it, talk to the reporter. Write your own response. You can speak uh, to the editor. Respond with statements. Cut off access completely to that news station. And use uh, social media to communicate with key audiences. So going through the last week, here are some things that I've certainly learned, some tips that I want to share with you all, right? So we've already got our six, our six steps towards addressing media. We've got our seven steps to handling if the story goes wrong. Now here are just some tips that I learned about myself and I remembered um, because as soon as I was finished, I immediately called, called the principal on the campus and said, here's your mentoring moment for the day. Here's the things that I did wrong. So number one. You should always designate a spokesperson for the work for the organization. Okay, you should always have who's your key media spokesperson for the organization, and you should have a media policy. Okay, and there should be a media policy. Always, always be honest, right? 
honest, stick to the facts, share the information that you can. It's really important that if there's public information out there that you can get in their hands to help you with your story, get it out there. Okay, don't try to hide. Don't try to speculate what you know, which which you know direction they're trying to take the story. Never ever ever say no comment. Just use your media statement, right? Use your prepared statement. You could certainly not answer the question, but you answer it with your you know controlling what is moving forward, right? Make sure you return inquiries in a timely manner and always be courteous to the news. Be proactive, have your media statement prepped. Maybe you keep it in your phone in a Dropbox or on an Evernote or on an index card. Okay. Never argue with the reporter, just be per, try to be persuasive, but never confrontational. Don't use education jargon. Uh, it was really interesting. One of the newspaper reporters asked me, What did I mean when I used this term? And it was an educational term that we call our, that we call our students. Uh, champions, and it was interesting. Um, we uh, referred to them as uh, champions. It was interesting. I was like, oh, did he maybe think that I was talking about boxing champions or something? I don't know. Um, again, share what is public knowledge. If the reporter wants it, they will get it. A prime example of this is all of your salaries. right? You, I just got the email from Ann Doss Helms. I know she's reaching out to all schools. It's something she does every year. She is she um, makes the salaries public of all of all staff, of all staff of every uh, charter school. This was a huge story uh, last year. There's never such a thing as being off the record. So one huge mistake that I made with that first reporter inquiry is that I stayed on the phone too long, and I continued to address questions. Um, so, so there's no such thing as off the record. Just make sure that you stay on for the questions that they ask. Okay, follow your six steps, be prepared, control the conversation, control the information that's out there. And be relentlessly, uh, extremely on top of your message. Okay? Always focus on your message and the positives. Be, re be relentless to get that out. Beat that into them. Okay? Beat that into them. And use, you could use anecdotal examples. Right. Or maybe testimonials from your families. You know, you could point them a page in your website with all your testimonials, if you have one. That's just my answer. We need one. Uh, you know, uh, testimonials on your school website. Now, silence is okay, right? When you're talking to a reporter, being silent is all right. Don't let silence or the uncomfortableness of silence allow you to continue to talk, right? So like you, you know, you feel you have to give more information. That's what they're waiting for. That's what they're trained to do. So do not stay longer on the phone than you need to. So that is my teaching for this morning, my failing forward moment of last week, uh, still working on this week, the six steps to addressing media, be prepared, Ask for questions in advance. Maintain control of what is talked about. So you're maintaining the message. Maintain control of how it's talked about. Staying positive. Be memorable. Okay? Keep your bottom line out there. Right? Get that mission statement comment. Be quotable. 
I mean, being bold and be simple. Don't use long-winded educational responses. And rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Make sure you have a partner in this and you prepare. Okay? You get those questions in advance, type them out. Have them sent back to the reporter. Okay? These are, you know, these are my statements. How to rebound from a negative story? Find someone to help you uh, rebut the story, a neutral party. Talk to the reporter. Write a response. Speak to the editor. Respond in statements. Cut off access and use social media to communicate with your key audiences. Get that, get that message out there. So remember, everybody communicates, but few connect. So use your connecting practices and principles to have great relationships with your with your local media. If you have not reached out lately to your local media, you should you should definitely be doing this on a bi-weekly or I'm sorry, bi-monthly or monthly basis, just sending your local news news reporters things that are happening on campus, get them out there, build a, re a relationship with them because you work in a public sector and ultimately something is going to happen. You can't stop everything from happening when you're dealing with human beings and you need them on your side when that bad thing does occur. So practice your connecting principles. That is my call for today. Does anybody out there have any thoughts or comments or anything that they're dealing with that they would love to discuss? Go ahead and hit, uh, you can actually hop, hop right in. I believe everybody is, is unmuted. I would love to hear from you. Hi, Tom. It's Laura Hunter at GLOW. Hey, Laura. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I was just okay. listening along. I, uh, I really don't have anything to add to the conversation other than to say that um, after a couple of years in working in, in a district um, office for a school system, um, I can reiterate everything that you said in that um, going into a conversation with the media it absolutely involves um, staying on your message and controlling the conversation and not letting them lead you down the rabbit hole. So yeah. have your PowerPoint points that you want to make and continue to come back to those time and time again. Because um, there's nothing worse than feeling like you wanted to represent the situation well in your school well and they pick the one soundbite that was a little off message and then that becomes the message which is just yeah. that awful feeling yep yeah that's a great point because he because he asked me if i wanted an audio and i said you have my statements in writing and um because i knew i was off i did not i did not you know pull through and i thought anything i say now is just going to uh maybe come back to hurt me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance here. So uh, live and learn. And, um, you know, always having those uh, prepared statements is really, really important. So that's, that's great that you have experience. And as your school opens up in a couple of months, it'll be great, uh, you know, establishing those, those uh, relationships and having those prior uh, relationships will be really critical for, for uh, you all. So awesome, awesome stuff. Well, I'm glad it was helpful to you. Everything else is going well? Yeah, I think so. You know, plug it along. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank thank you so much for taking the time on this call this morning, and you have a beautiful day and uh, and the rest of your April. Hopefully, uh, I I just remember Wilmington in the April time. It's just it's just so pretty. I know the I know the pollen and everything is uh, sometimes a nightmare, but gosh, it's such a beautiful place in the springtime. Yeah. 
I think we've come through that, and we're in height of Azalea moment right now. So you're right. Great. It is beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Thanks, Lyle. Well, all right. I'll give another 60 seconds. If anybody else has anything to add to our call, that that was a great conversation from uh, Laura Hunter, and she just re you know reiterated it. it's just uh, you're you're going to deal with media at some point or another. So just make sure that you're always always prepared um, ahead of time. And listen, failure is an event. It's not a person. So you may say something wrong. Uh, a message might not come out the way that you wanted it to. Uh, but that's only one small incident in, in the daily daily communications you have with your people on a daily basis. So seeing no no one else with any questions, uh, that, that was my teaching for today. Again, hope, hope, hopefully it's valuable to you. Uh, please be uh, on the call with Jeff on uh, Thursday. And we also have, I should have mentioned earlier, we have a great podcast series out now. We have three school leaders. Uh, that are out there right now on our podcast. So go ahead and you can hop on our website and click on the podcast. Um, it is the Principal's Office podcast. You can certainly download it. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you, thank you for giving us this opportunity, and you have a blessed day.